0: what's up family it's the radical redhead cole phillips coming to you yet again with another you know what i say fire episode of no ordinary church girl candid conversations on love pain and everything in between let's get into it knock Nation. All right. So I haven't said Knock Nation in a minute. And uh, I want to explain that for those of you who are new to listening. Knock Nation represents no ordinary church because I'm no ordinary church girl. And if you're a part of my family, then you understand that we have the conversations that are not common in the church. And there are, don't get me wrong, there are some uh, ministers, pastors, churches that have those unorthodox conversations. But I'm going to have them all the time because I feel it's important that we have real, raw conversations that you can benefit from, right? And get some of the questions you have looming in your head about, is this right, wrong, what have you? And if you're new to the Christian faith, I want you to know that um, the Bible has so many applicable principles as it relates to your life right now. So again, uh, welcome to Knock Nation, No Ordinary Church with the No Ordinary Church girl, yeah girl, Cole Phillips. But uh, we're going to talk a little bit. Y'all know how I do with my therapy, right? So I got to get into a little bit of news you absolutely cannot use. You're probably going to use it.
1: Last week's news you most certainly won't
0: use. <laughs> what's up, man? Oh, what's going down, Italian Stan?
1: Not much.
0: Look here. So... uh. Got a question?
1: All right, let's talk about it.
0: You know, I think it's safe to say, and I've been alluding to it on Facebook. I haven't done so much on in Instagram, so my Instagram family, I'll, I'll start doing that for you guys. But uh, I uh, shared a lot about Demario. I said his name. He's no yeah, longer. I don't like that.
1: Mister's <laughs> fine. The less I know about him, the better.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> You're going to meet him very soon. I'm going to bring him on.
1: I've you made should. I've made
0: a decision. It's I not going to be
1: like the Madden curse, is it? No. It, well, wait. What's the Madden curse? The Madden, I feel the I video feel... game Madden. Every time a player is on the cover, <laughs> yeah, they either get hurt. Or oh, have a losing are you serious? Season. Oh yeah, every single time. Oh well,
0: maybe I won't. It's We're so doing funny. so great. <laughs> it's
1: so funny. It's the Madden curse.
0: <laughs> oh well, no, I don't. It's not going to be the church curse or whatever. <laughs> um. No. I, okay. So. So I had a a revelation. That's what we say in the church world. Okay. I I had a revelation. Not that I didn't care about him before. So I don't think that's fair to say it like that. But I had a wonderful revelation that this man loves me like Christ loves the church. And me being who I am and my faith, right, and as a follower of Christ, that was huge, right? He's extremely sacrificial when it comes to me. And not that that's a requirement, you know, I'm not going to say that. Because I don't think that's fair to put that on a man. And a lot of women do, you know, what do you do for me? And, you know, I really want to educate women the importance of the headspace that we're in. Because, yes, we're making mighty moves and we're leaders and we're doing a lot. The statistics say it, um, that we're just charging ahead. The, the balance of the page, the pay, excuse me, the, the wage and all that kind of stuff is still not there. But, you know, there's women making some serious moves out here in the world. Kudos to you. Um, I'm excited to see women do their thing. But let's just be real. For me, again, uh, God did make man a certain way, and He made women a certain way, right? And there's a reason why we help with the birthing of a child, and you can't, <laughs> and just to even try to take you through it is like stupid. Um, but uh, not to get off track, he is—he uh, he pursued my heart like Christ. Like I can't really say it any other way. He wasn't—he wasn't pushy. Um, he's a very caring man. He loves people he will give the shirt off his back if he, if he needs to for someone. Like, that's that's the heart of the guy. And you get it immediately when you meet him. you get He's very laid back. Uh, I made jokes on my Facebook story about him being my country boy. Because he is. He's country. I never thought I'd be a country man. Tell you I didn't. I thought I was going to be this, not a city slicker. That sounds country. <laughs>
1: that's very country. <laughs> yeah, I don't see you. I don't see you with a country man. I know. I see you with... Kind of like a GQ.
0: That's what most people say, well, I right? Mean,
1: that's what you've done.
0: That's true.
1: I mean, I'm just going off patterns.
0: Shut up! That's not a nice word. I got looked at by my sons when I said that one day. I, don't I know
1: they were like, Jeez, "Shut up!" I do have feelings.
0: <laughs> but here's the thing. Now, don't sleep on. I call him a country boy, and I know most people think country boys are, you know, they wear the belt buckles and the cowboy boots and their big hats. No, they're kind of like
1: a man's man,
0: right? And he's definitely a man's man. I can say that he all man. Okay, he's like, don't look at me like you're uncomfortable. I'm not. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, I guess is is when the man dresses up like he has. That's what's funny. So like God gave me exactly what I like, but. I always went with like all the exterior stuff first Mm -hmm. and then their hearts were crap. This man has the exterior and his heart matches, right? He just happens to be country in the sense of how he talks. Like, you know, when you hear him talk, my baby's country. It's so cute though. Um, But again, our relationship though, is built on like the foundation of God and love, like truly. And that's the part that I had like this huge revelation over the weekend which for him would be like, huh, why are you just now figuring this out? Well, some of us, pain, right? And I think our walls prevent us from seeing because of pain, and we do all these different things to protect ourselves. And I finally was like, you know what? This guy has been truly nothing but the utmost gentleman to you. Um, he's been, he's treated you like nothing but a queen. He's very respectful. He thinks of your boys like what women pray for or wish they'd had, right? The Sierra with Russell. I'm like, I want that in my life, right? He's that guy. He really is that guy for me. He's, he's that guy. So over the weekend, he did something absolutely amazing. I think, like, even if he just went flat for my birthday, the pre-birthday turn up was like all the way up. Explain. That's... Well, let me just say this. I'd, I'd rather just put a picture up, but I'm not... I went. It's my moment. But basically, like I had a really stressful week, and I think he knew that, and he arranged um for this beautiful display of rose petals, like, and because of course we're long distance relationship, so I, I don't think I shared that. We're not like super long, but he's like an hour and a half, almost two hours away. So we alternate. Don't be in that face. What's that face? Stop it. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: smelled funny. In At- here for a second, Italian
0: stallion is struggling, guys, because he is my dearest brother of 10 plus years now and he has not met him yet. And I understand. And you will. You will. I promise mm-hmm. it's gonna happen. But he did this beautiful, just like the the whole rose petals leading up to this beautiful rose petal layout that says, I love you, and candles, and then the song All of Me by John Legend. And I was like, oh, Okay, I'll come down. I still can't come off my high because it was so pretty.
1: Hey, as long as you're happy, that's all that matters.
0: I'm excitedly happy. Is that a word? I don't think it is. I don't care. But for the ladies, we're going to talk more about that. I'm going to be sharing. You guys know I share. This is my therapy. But I'm going to be sharing more about that and just things to look for. If you say that's what you want in terms of um, truly a man who has a heart for God and loves you in that way, like I'm a share. Because, yeah, Demario, that's his name. Demario. Name Demario. All right. He's He's—he's the man. That's all I'm going to say. All right. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. 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 All good here. Okay. That's my therapy. <laughs> Thank God that's over. And I really don't care how that little girl feels about it, because I'm going to act like the giddy girl in love, like... I'm so happy. I'm gonna get everybody's nerves.
1: So okay. what happened to the? You know, we were talking before we hit record. You were you were asking me some questions. I thought that was gonna be the first part we were to- we talked about. Yeah,
0: no, I got off track. I see. But you're still gonna be a part of this conversation. So there you go. Right, row <laughs> Yeah. So leading to today's topic. Before I I let you go silent because he loves to go silent and just listen to me. But we we gotta talk for a little bit. Um. So the question that we'll allude to for next week in my news, they absolutely can use. I think we're just going to change it because they can use it. I guess. I don't know. But uh, we're going to talk about, can you have friends, female, male, you know, platonic friends after marriage? Like, is that okay?
1: Or maybe like, okay. So I know we talked about it earlier. So you mean, just to clarify, because that can be kind of confusing Mm because after marriage. So you mean being in a relationship. Yeah. And having a... So
0: like you and I. Yeah, right? having, a,
1: having a close friend. Yep. Because after marriage can kind of single out some people. True. So having a relationship, yeah. but also having a relationship with the opposite sex right. outside of that relationship.
0: Right. Like Just
1: strictly platonic.
0: Yep. Like me and you. and yeah. my brother. I love you dearly. I
1: think there is one factor
0: mm-hmm.
1: that says yes or no. What's that? If you've ever had sexual relations, I was gonna say the with same the person, thing. Yeah, with the a person or weird. any kind of emotional, like I mean, emotional times because I mean, I love you. Yeah, but I'm not in love with you. Right. Right. And there's right. never been any kind of right th- anything like that.
0: Right. Right.
1: But if there has been, then I think it's a no go. I agree. I'm sorry.
0: I absolutely agree. But
1: it's kind of like my mom put it like this uh, years ago because I dealt with this. Mm-hmm. Um, she said that you might as it's 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 like you enter a relationship let's say i what happened was i entered a relationship with a with a woman and mm-hmm. she was best friends with her ex of like 6 years. Mm.
0: No. Ex and is the key thing. No. Yeah.
1: No. And she says, well you might as well just put a naked picture of her on the fr- on the refrigerator. And that's what and wow. that's how she and that was the analogy that she, that she made gave. Click. Me. Yeah. yeah, and i was like, "Wow, you're right." Yeah. Because, I mean, in in those times, there were sexual relations. Right. And I'm sorry, but, and I I flipped it back around. I was like, would you like me to go hang out with somebody that I was intimate with?
0: Yeah, no. Heck no. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. But there's a
1: reason why, you know, I understand that you guys were friends, whatever, but it's either him or her or me. Yeah. You know, it's either him or me. Absolutely true. Sorry. Absolutely Because I'm not going to have that in the back of my mind.
0: Thank you. Just not going to do it. Thank you. So see see how that worked? Because you're segmenting into what I want to talk about today. All right. Boom. Because we're talking about sex, guys. And why am I talking about sex? Because I like having sex, first of all. Ooh, did she <gasps> say that, right? Yeah, it's one of those moments. She said that. Yeah. <gasps> pretty much. <laughs> yep. I'm not a virgin, guys. Sorry to break that. You mean um...
1: that your children aren't Jesus's?
0: No. They're not, and I'm not the new Mary. <laughs> but it's because, okay, uh, if we want to be real. Jesus,
1: Jesus Sai for plural Jesuses? Yeah,
0: like, yeah. Josai? Yeah. Josai, I think. Oh, he's going to have a nice conversation with me later. Don't you ever make fun of my name again?
1: <laughs> no disrespect at all. I know. But I was thinking. Oh, you know, tell like, you,
0: daddy's going to have me get in my car and be smite. Or smoke, I can't think of the right word.
1: Smited? <laughs> it will not happen. We do oh pray for your gosh. forgiveness. That was I know. only for humor.
0: It was only for humor. And I only believe for humor. Jesus has a sense of humor.
1: I believe so too.
0: But I do. Look I, at some I, of the I, people I'm, out there. I'm done. Oh my goodness. I'm going to keep going. You are best this morning. <laughs> so, okay. Here's the thing. Yes, I think for those of you who are not virgins... I am not a virgin. I was married. I had kids. Now I had sex before I got married. So let's, I'm not even going to play that role for you guys. You know, if you know me, is to know I'm transparent. I have no problem telling you the truth. So here's the deal Sex is a wonderful thing. God made it to be wonderful because that's how we create, that's how we multiply. He says, be fruitful and multiply, right? So this is the way it happens when it comes to uh, building and expanding a family and, and a generation. But here, I have some thoughts about what it is to have sex outside of marriage. I know this is like one of those things where people are like, you got to try before you buy it and all this kind of stuff. We all evolve, we all grow, we all change, right? We have things that we like, we have things that we don't like. When it comes to sex, so this is the conversation I've been having with my sons. They're soon to be 13 and 15. Dear God, it's a struggle for me and I'm watching them grow into being men. <sighs> and <laughs> I, I, I really want to press upon them the importance of Preserving their body. And the reason I'm saying that is because, number one, yeah, okay, there's STDs in pregnancy, and yeah, STDs, they can die, okay? Let's just be real. It's not about getting gonorrhea or or crabs and the stuff, you know, syphilis you get rid of. There's herpes, there's, you know, HIV, there's stuff that we don't even know about yet, right? And it just takes the unfortunate person to make that relevant to the world to now know there's a new disease that can kill you. My point is this protecting and honoring your body is just as important as protecting and honoring your heart and when you have all these different individuals that you've slept with you have all these different experiences well I like wait Rick did this or Dave did that or Tony did this and oh I like this and then you get married and you try to make your husband become or your wife become what all you've had previously right instead of coming into it together growing and learning and evolving together and understanding each other is like, oh, I liked that. That Can you do that again? Right? There's an intimidation that comes in where maybe one is less experienced than the other. Well, am I going to be enough? Right? But if you go into it, and, and I realize I'm talking to a lot of individuals who are not virgins. So, so let me, just follow me for a second. When it comes to what I've gone through, being raped at 15 opened up a whole Pandora's box in terms of um, an appetite for sex, but it was so distorted, right? Um, it was distorted to the point where that's how I equated, that's how relationship was supposed to be. You know, you dated for a little while and then of course you had to have sex. Like that's just part of the relationship, right? Um, and also I validated that as in the better my sex, the more they would stay. So if I was good in bed and all he kept telling me is how great I was in bed, he's going to stay. When in fact, the fact of the matter is what sex is to a woman is totally different than what sex is to a man. A man can have sex. And, and gentlemen, I want you to hit me up on No Ordinary Church Girl, both on Instagram and Facebook. Please, let's have a debate, a healthy conversation, as I call it, about it. I'm, I'm down. But sex for a man is an act. It is just an act until he connects to a woman. It's a release. It's a form of just, I don't want to call it a sport because I don't think that's fair, but it really is a form of releasing stress if he's not heart-tied to that woman. Because then you'll notice the man who is heart-tied to that woman, it is more um, enjoyable for him to please her than it is for him to get off. I've seen it too many times and I've heard it too many times. The man who actually loved that woman and wanted to be with that woman and valued that woman His whole goal was for her. And and if this is uncomfortable for you, I'm sorry. I know this is, you know, this is a religious podcast, but it's again, no ordinary church girl. And this is why I have these type of conversations because somebody needs to have them. Again, go back through your life. For those of you who are experienced, go back through your life and look at the difference between the man who used you or the woman who used you for her moment of release. And I got to go. How did you feel about it? After a while, and then look at the one who actually loved you, who invested time, who wanted to be with you, and when that time came, what was that moment like? It was all about pleasing each other. It wasn't about well, I didn't, I didn't get mine. And even if you didn't, guess what? The joy and the satisfaction on their face was enough. Debate me. Let's have a healthy conversation. I look forward to the DMs I'm going to get. Why am I having this conversation? because I'm tired of the casual approach that people are having with sex. I have been a victim of it. I have made victims of it. And it's getting to a place now where we are so sexually driven that I think we become numb to what a real relationship looks like. You know, there are love languages for a reason. We talked about that last week and we touched on the importance of self-love, but we also touched on the different layers of love. We live in a erotic-driven world. Everything is sex-driven. Everything is about making the car sexy, making the food sexy. Like, it's just ridiculous. And then it becomes where it's now not even used in the manner in which it's meant to be used. And that's why I'm stressing for anyone, I am abstinent. Um, I've been practicing. I ain't saying it's easy because it's not because I do really like having sex. And Demario's highly attractive to me. <laughs> right? So I'm not going to sit here and talk on this mic like I've got it all together. I have urges. I have desires. I have, um, I, I want that, right? So it's a constant battle. It's a constant reshifting and refocus for both of us, for both of us. But we're both in it to win it in the sense of we have a desire to be married. We know the, we know the freedom of when you know that you're, this is mine and I'm yours, right? And the agreement is to remain faithful and, and to honor one another in that manner there's a freedom to get as freaky as you want to because you're not worried about where they're going and what they're doing because we we in agreement, right? This is why um, infidelity is so hard and it hurts so bad because we had an agreement and you violated that agreement. You went outside that agreement and you invited somebody else into our lives. Not to mention, guys, soul ties are real. So when you start interacting with a person that way sexually, you get entangled with them in a way that you don't even realize you you are really um, involved on a whole different level. There's a reason why in the word it says, and the, the two became one. When you have intercourse, intercourse, interconnected, guys, you are choosing to take in, especially for a woman, you are taking in that man and accepting all of him, right? And that man is entering into, if your kids are listening, I'm going to let you explain it later, but... <laughs> This man is entering into this woman's space and he's inviting a covering on him in a way that we don't even recognize from a, from an energy and a spiritual space truly does affect you. It really, And the longer you do it, the closer and the tighter the tie, the harder it is to break. This is why when you start having sex with someone and it gets good and you guys start really connecting and all this type of stuff, but there's no love, there's no real foundation and you guys are not in covenant, that would be marriage. Uh, yeah, when it comes to breaking up, that's why you keep doing that. Oh, we got in bed. Man, it just got heated and heavy and it just happened again. No, there's a connection there that you got to like work to break. And it's tough. And so, yeah, you could talk about being abstinent, being celibate. There's two very different things. Please keep that in mind. Celibacy is actually saying I'm abstaining from marriage and sex. I don't desire to be married. I don't desire to have any sex in, in whatever period of time. That's typically what a priest or a nun is, right? And they carry it out the entire time of being a priest or a nun. Um, whereas abstinence is saying I'm abstaining from something for a period of time until something happens or whatever that may be. And in my case, I've, I've obviously had sex. I'm abstaining and I'm doing my best to continue to abstain uh, until marriage. Um, and so that's that's my focus. So then what do you do in the interim? So a lot of folks choose masturbation what are my thoughts with masturbation? I've had people say it's my body. It's not like I'm doing anything with anyone else. It's just me and my hands, right? (laughs) Okay, so I understand that, but I equate it to this, especially if you've had sex and even if you haven't. So let's go with if you haven't and you start playing in that world. It's like a drug. You start off with one type of drug. When that drug doesn't get you high enough anymore, what do you do? You increase to another level, or you increase the amount that you're taking in because you're not getting the same high. When you introduce masturbation in my mind and how I feel about it, um, because I've entertained it, what it does to me, it's a hunger. So now it's like, because I'm doing this, right? And I'm controlling it, but then I'm like, okay, so now I really want more. That wasn't enough. So then I'm not satisfied because of my appetite. And I'm just being very raw, real, and transparent with you all. That don't work for me. And then it becomes just, it, it's just, I start seeking. My mind starts going places and I'm like, yeah, so, hey, DeMario, who's stronger, me or you? Because we about to find out because your girl is hungry, which means she's horny. <laughs> I mean, it's just, guys, I, I really hope you, you chime back in with me later about this because I know it's real. You can't tell me it's not. I know I'm not the only one in the entire world that doesn't deal with this from the standpoint of it is a struggle when you start entertaining ways of trying to pacify yourself it's not enough it can never honestly replace what sex is meant to do sorry shoot me i mean eh i just i'm not a fan um i choose to just when i say abstain i'm just i don't want no if i can't have it all i don't want it and i'm sorry my hands ain't enough period my hands were not designed like a man and that's, don't look at me like that, Italian saying It's really funny. I wish, I really wish you guys could see him because he kind of just looked up like, huh, what's you talking about? <laughs> but guys, I really wanted to drive home today and I'm not going to spend a whole time laboring. I could go a lot of different places, but I really think parents, if you are having conversations with your children, please know if you're not, they're being had. I know eight-year-olds that have conversations about masturbation and a bunch of orgies and you name it. And I'm like, what? I don't even know if they call them orgies, but I know what I've heard is, That's what they're talking about. But my point is, have those conversations. Be raw, be real, be transparent. The more you are, the more open they're going to be with you. Because, hey, these little girls are giving oral sex. These little guys are doing the same thing. And I'm talking 10, 11, 12. Not kidding. It's it's real out there. And we need to start having real conversations about what this is doing to the psyche. Because it is a play on the mind. And then you start associating sex in the wrong way. It should be healthy between a wife and a husband because as a married couple, to me, again, it's about freedom. And there is a scripture that I'm going to read to you that actually talks about the fact that your bedroom, hey, do what you do. Now, he didn't say add three, four, five. So for those of you who swing, I'm not going there. (laughs) I'm not touching that, okay? Um, I I don't want to. I don't know that life. I ain't never been a part of that life. And that's it. That's all. No shame, no shade. I'll let God talk to you how he needs to talk to you about that. But here's the scripture, guys. Hebrews thirteen and four: Marriage should be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept pure. For God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Now, there's another translation that says the bedroom shall not be defiled, meaning the bedroom between uh, a married couple cannot be considered bad. So, whatever y'all choose to do, tie her up, tie him up. I don't know. I ain't gonna go into all that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> hey don't judge me. I don't judge you just in case you are. But my point is this, guys. When you have the freedom that God gives you, the freedom to have under um, a marriage bed, sex can be an awesome thing. Sex can be the way that you all make up. If they make you mad, I can't stand you. Come here, girl. Come here, boy. I'm going to get you right. I don't know. I mean, just these are things that I look forward to doing. I guess I'm telling on myself. (laughs) It's my way of diffusing arguments, (laughs) but I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, I guess it's time for me to wrap. But look, guys, I just really wanted to have a brief conversation. We're going to continue this conversation talking about relationships, talking about the pain associated with different things we do to ourselves. But the key thing I want you to remember is that when you do things God's way, you let God guide it. There are great things that can happen. I'm going to say that again. When you do things God's way, through his principles, through his word, you let him guide what you're doing. Great things can happen, including great sex. Okay? So let's continue the conversation. Hit me up, No Ordinary Church Girl on Facebook and Instagram. I want to hear what you have to say. You never know. It's about that time for me to talk about dropping in the DM because I get some interesting DMs. I just haven't said anything yet. But in the meantime, guys, make sure this day is far from ordinary and your week manifests into God's best. I love you. Talk with you soon.